time after time. Against all odds. Walking on sunshine. Fight song. Titanium. Awaken alive. Wind beneath my wings. Call me like a collector. Red, red wine. Anything by Rush. Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Kim. This is Nikki. And I'm Louise. Hi, and welcome to the Best Parts Podcast, where we invite you to pull up a chair and think about your best parts, which are all your parts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to season four of the Best Parts Podcast. We are so happy you're sticking with us and pulling up a chair. If you're new around here, welcome, welcome. Today, I want to talk about the music of a generation, a song that permeates through memory, a single line that can evoke an emotion long forgotten. An artist that would return you to a giddy, star-eyed teenager. A baseline that prompts you to launch into an hour-long phone call with a friend to remember that one time. You may not remember what day you took the chicken out of the freezer, but in an instant, you can be transported to another time, vividly remembering everything as if it just happened. There is power in music, one that we're aware of and experience, but don't often talk about. There have been loads of scientific studies on the various ways that music affects the brain and memory and emotion. For example, a 2011 Finnish study looked at how the brain processes different aspects of music, and they found that it activates networks in the brain, not just one area, including the areas responsible for motor actions, emotions, and creativity. A very brief conversation in episode 18 inspired today's episode. Kim said, time after time, and I immediately heard Cindy Lauper in my head. I know there have been other times this has happened with us. And so let's jump in my favorite way, way back machine and try with no musical pre-prompting to recall a song or memory. Anything come to mind? So I actually just got done listening to a podcast this morning that I just happened upon and they were interviewing two of the musicians from UB40 and I have had Red Red Wine going in my head nonstop since then. And it has been awesome because it has taken back <laughs> a really good place. <laughs> well, the I had first Red time- Red Wine in my veins last night. So <laughs> there's that. Just living the song. Well, and it's funny because my mom was a huge Neil Diamond fan. And so I actually knew it from him before it was a UB40 song. And Neil, Di- any Neil Diamond song will evoke my mom in my head just because it was, he was Neil baby. That's what she called him. So Aww. yeah, it just random moments that'll pop in. And I'm like, oh, I feel like mom's checking up on me. Well, and I know, Nikki, this happens to you and I all the time, but Louise, it just happened to you too. Uh, you too. There we go. Neiman there you baby. go. It's I really know. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> just before we started where you know, somebody will say random words and all of a sudden we'll have the song stuck in our head. Are it's we the best when, try that again? It's the best when two people have it happen at the same time for, un, you know, that you ha- even if you hardly know them, it's a- amazing. Yeah, it's it's a powerful thing, right? Where it's literally like a recording in your head that you get to go back to and everything that's attached to those words, the, the tune and the music, but the whole environment that you remember either the first time you heard that song, or you remember a very impactful moment in your life where that song was the soundtrack to that moment. And then just, just a couple of, of notes can pull you right back to that place. It's amazing how vivid my memories are. I have no capacity at all for song names or artists or anything like that. But you start singing a song and I can be transported to my grade eight sock hop or the first kiss under the bridge or whatever that is, right? 
Aww. <laughs> no, I people are always asking me who did who sang that. I'm like, I don't know, but I freaking love it. <laughs> when we had to try to remember before we could like Google lyrics, I remember three words from oh, the song. Let's yeah. see if that will pull up the title and the artist <laughs> so I can find it. Totally. Oh my gosh. I remember before you could actually I was so excited when the song lyrics would come in the the cassette jacket or uh, printed on the record liner notes right liner notes yeah she said record not even cd <laughs> I know I no, yes I remember in like in junior high, I would sit with my Walkman and I would listen over and over again to songs and I would stop and I would write out my own liner yep. notes yep. over and over again so that I could then in at some time like hold up the and just sing as loud as I could all of the words to the song. And I would write the hours doing that, not seconds, like Google returns things in milliseconds now. <laughs> well, and how many times do you sit as they're starting a song on the radio? How many hours were wasted hoping to get the beginning of the song without the talk? Okay. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. So you would record it. it. Record yeah. it. Record it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Who still has uh, any of their old mixtapes? I do. Mm, yeah. I don't have a you, way to listen to them. But I <laughs> We were looking in the basement the other day and like things that we could purge. And my husband came across this whole box and it was a whole box of mixtapes. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not going anywhere. He goes, you don't have a cassette player. I was like, I don't care. We don't have a record player. We have all these LPs. <laughs> have you guys ever made yourself your own playlist? I mean, and hold on, let me be really clear about that. I don't mean like a mixtape, but like, Kim, do you have songs that like light you up or that you, you use in order to change your emotional state I like your hype large... songs Ooh, yeah totally. I, have... I have about 25 different playlists for different me moods. too yeah. yeah i have angry lara bullshit lara yeah sad lara all your parts have a soundtrack thank you that could be a whole album of it lara's parts lara's parts. it could be a series of albums that's so cool and then we could just call it lara yeah all the parts <laughs> so, sorry spit out your coffee <laughs> so when, for the red wine it was it was interesting when you talked about this being our topic and I was thinking about how songs have affected me and anything I thought about were sad songs and so what came to me was against all odds by Phil Collins was like oh, like my it, heart it was, melted yes it was like my first high school heartbreak that I didn't understand was a heartbreak. I thought it was a loss of a friendship, but it was actually someone I had a big crush on, but I didn't understand that because I was like 14. And then just yesterday I was walking home from work and Wind Beneath My Wings just happened oh. to pop up on my music. And that was actually the song we played at my mom's funeral. And it just took me to that moment. And, you know, I, I, I just feel like you you were talking about, I think Louise was talking about how it takes you back to that moment of the kiss under the bridge, which I really want to know about, by the way. <laughs> but I, I also feel like it could take you back to the really, really emotional moments. And and it's just like, I was just walking home listening to Bette Midler and I was like, oh. Yeah. Totally. And then I just played Wind Beneath My Wings on repeat like three times to have a moment, so. I love that you can do that. You can put it on repeat and it's like, then I can ex extend that moment. To me, it was Jagged Little Pill when I was going through my course. Yes. That pretty much 
got me through my divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't at the time, like I, when I met him, it had already been out for a while. So when we went through divorce, it wasn't current, but I listened to it and it brought back, it brought me back to my power that I felt that I had lost. And there's a ton, like there's songs that, you know, our daughter has introduced me to that. I'm like, this is some powerful, really awesome stuff. Has anybody watched um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yes. I love that show. Talk about being taken in by a moment with music. I think both Laura and Louise don't know about the show. It's it's really interesting. This woman, I've only seen a few episodes, but this woman, you know, will walk into the workplace and people will just start singing to her what they're thinking or feeling. And it's not actually happening. She's imagining it happening. And she gets to know a lot about her coworkers or people in her life where they just break into song randomly. Wouldn't that be cool if we just did that in real life? That would be awesome. But it shows their like deepest feelings. Right, too, right. That they don't that. want people to know or see. And she's trying to uncover why this happened after being in a faulty CAT scan machine. I think there was MRI. a storm. MRI. And she got like shocked and she started being able to hear this. And one that was so powerful for me in that show was the end of the first season at her dad's funeral. Sorry. <laughs> spoiler alert. Total spoiler alert. <laughs> that was my bad. I won't say anymore. Totally. I mean, yes. And, you know, if you if you Google Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, you will see why Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist gave us all the cry we needed. And this was back in May of 2020. So it's, it, it's powerful, but it takes you through all the emotions. And yeah, we're into season two now. And it's, it for sure is, well, I always thought that I lived in a musical. I kind of still do. So I will break out in random song, but I will, I don't know that I'm hearing other people's heart songs like in this show, but it definitely, like when I see somebody, I can be, tr- a song can trigger into my brain. So I, I, I think I'm tapping into their, energy or their emotions and I'm just like a song comes to me for them that's really cool is there a song that you all wish you could just break into randomly at different times is like your theme song for just yes I was just thinking that so you just tapped into mine because I was going to challenge us to provide one song that we can add to our our liner notes our show notes what's your song the one song mine's actually not safe for work. So I'll have to think about if I want to be that vulnerable or not. <laughs> well, he just went there. So let's do it. <laughs> You'll have to read the liner notes. I mean, the show notes on our website, if you want to see the song. Well, you're not going to share it here? No. I'm, no, sharing I'm, trying, to get, I'm trying to get people to our website, folks. Come on, oh. help me out. That's part of my job. Well, I want to share my song. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to share mine. So. I have a different one for different moods, but I have like one go-to when people are like, what's your song? What's your theme song? All right, go ahead. Ruin my fun. You can add the songs. You can put the, the, I was to planning to. All right, good. Let's okay. go. And mine changes. It, it, yeah, it depends on different sections and I'll go back sometimes, but right now mine is by Skillet. It's called Awaken Alive and I stumbled on it and I just love it. It gives me hyped up and pumped up and I feel great. I don't know that one. I've never heard it. I stumbled on it. I was up at midnight watching reaction videos on YouTube and the Bohemian Rhapsody reaction videos were my favorite. The Bee Gees ones were the second favorite. And this was one I stumbled on and I got sucked into the song and I had to download it immediately. (laughs) 
what is this thing you speak of reaction people who have never heard songs before oh okay and their their viewers recommend them bohemian rhapsody is my favorite and i love when there's two people and one knows the song and one doesn't because the person who knows it does everything i would do staring at the people when it's going to transition when it busts out when it's slowed down and they're just to have these anticipatory eyes that they're staring at their companion with and it entertains me no end <laughs> you're still trying to suck me into the world of youtube aren't you I mean, it's great. Those are the best things to watch when I have insomnia because they're just entertaining enough and I can turn them off and go to sleep when I finally wind up. Instead of looking for property in Canada, which is what I do. <laughs> Come on have- up. I'll have our stuff. <laughs> so anyone else? Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. Or are we going to have secrets? No, no, Sarah, come on. You wanted to share yours. I'm going to use the word anticipatory eyes today. <laughs> um, my song Should. is Finale B from the Rent soundtrack. And How all, shocked I'm it, not. I know it's shocking. <laughs> no shocked it, faces here. It just keeps talking about no day but today. And it says, like, it just, it has all of the things about getting me, it gets me back to the present. So that's the song, like, I just go to when I'm like frustrated. It just gets me back to, let's get to this moment. And then I sing it really loud. And then my wife gets annoyed. and but it works for me. It shifts my mood. That's my song. I have two that I, yeah, I have two. I can't really settle on one and it changes. So I will have a a song that will be really meaningful for a period of time and, and whatever. But the two that like I've gone back to since I was a teenager in terms of, I put it on, I feel better. I put it on. I feel like me. The two are dancing queen by ABBA and walking on sunshine by Katrina and the waves. Lovely. Yeah. That's a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> the curtain where you embarrass your daughter sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if I'm not embarrassed, she shouldn't be. That's the lesson in that. 100%. 100%. I have like, I have like 2020 songs, like when all of this started and, and it, it things just felt like they were just kind of piling on top. And, and I've had that happened before in my life where you feel like things are piling on top and you need to kind of climb out. So my songs kind of for those like climbing out moments, I guess, which I play often for some reason lately is a fight song by Rachel Platt Platten. Yeah. That's one I of think those, that's one of those that I was my, talking about. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. just it totally, I, I, now I'm climbing out. Right. And the other one is actually a song that came from, the beginning of CLCC, it was, it's from rising Appalachia and it's called resilient. And I got, I got hooked on that one from our CLCC training and that one stuck with me too. So that song actually I do before coaching calls and can I just get my head in the right space? And I just feel like it's a, it's a place where I want to be, where I can create space for others who want to be resilient as well. So those are, those are two songs that kind of hook on to me lately but I have those old songs too Kim that you were talking about so uh queen fat bottom girl (laughs) (laughs) it has to be one of those songs like that's my favorite song anytime I hear it that is up and singing as loud as I can to that one uh that one is has a special place (laughs) My heart, fat bottom girls. Well, Uh, anything by Queen or the Beatles. I will be on stage. I don't know how I know all of the words, but I know all of the words. 
like it just has absorbed. <laughs> I'm not a karaoke person, but I would do karaoke with y'all because mm. like there's yes. something that feels like it would be really right. By the way, Louise. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and I feel like they should sponsor this episode, but Zoe's Extraordinary <laughs> Playlist, I think it's episode four. There is an incredibly powerful version of Fight Song. It's all performed by deaf actors. It's amazing. Oh, amazing. wow. I cried. Like, sobbing. <laughs> like, just like the, you feel the power and just, you can't do anything but cry because it's, it's so powerful. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Okay, the song I share in public, so I guess I'm not going to be vulnerable, but the song I share in public that I love, which is safe for work, is Titanium featuring Sia. That is my favorite song. And I thank you, Louise, for reminding me about that CLCC playlist because I had, I remember submitting a song, but I couldn't remember which one I'd submitted. So I went back and checked it on Spotify and that was the one I submitted was Titanium. Teacher, see I'll take all of these songs from our uh, podcast today and throw that into a best parts podcast Spotify <gasps> playlist for everyone to listen to. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, that's awesome. How fun is that? What about we've all we've talked about songs that make us happy or bring us to a good place, but is there a song that when it comes on you cringe and you have to like change the channel? <laughs> Anything, I'm going to be so very anti-Canadian right now. Anything by Rush, I have to turn off. <laughs> I'm just saying. Strong negative reaction. I'm pretty sure very strong. Would be very disappointed because that Done. dies by Rush. So. <laughs> We'd never be friends. I'm just I saying. don't know. He's a good guy, but. <laughs> I can't do, and it has nothing. It's any genre, well, it's jazz that's heavy on horns. Actually, I was just talking this, about this with my husband the other day. It's the noise hurts my ears. Mm. And so I'm very, my ears are very sensitive to brass sounds. And so jazz, I, I can listen to jazz all day long unless it's like really heavy horn focused. And then I'm like out. Jazz there are... that's heavy on horn. <laughs> that's <a> great <laughs> phrase. I'm going to use that with anticipatory eyes. Heavy horn jazz. Heavy horny jazz. <laughs> I can't do horny jazz. Is that where we're at? Horny jazz, no. And you keep saying anticipatory eyes, and all I keep hearing is there's a song, right? Well, there's I, private eyes that I yes. keep hearing, but then there's um, lying eyes and sad eyes. Yeah, lying in your eyes, in your smoky <laughs> eyes. Yep, in your oh eyes is one I have God, a negative reaction crazy. to. Yeah, well, that's just that's such a fun game. Well, it was a drinking game for us, but we, it, us theater geeks, we would put out a word and we would all come up with a song. Sometimes it was musical theater related but very often it wasn't it's fun like bus stop come up with a song that uses bus stop for some reason you said bus stop and my head started singing car wash that works you just do the it's the word association some kind of association that reminds me of there's the lady gaga with beyonce song where she's like you're phoning me up like a collector and i'm like i remember the first time i heard that lyric it was it was beyonce saying Call me like a collector. Sorry, I cannot answer. And I was like, who puts the word collector in a pop song anyway? So I thought that was really cool. So Well, they needed to rhyme it with something probably. Really? I'm glad that you brought up Beyonce. I'm sorry, Beyonce, when you listen to this, but I'm not a fan of her music. I know that's a very unpopular opinion, but 
very few of her songs. Like if, if Beyonce's on, that's usually when I change the channel and I feel like I'm going to get hate mail, but that's just what it is. That's my answer to my question. Good job for going there, Sarah. Hey, so what about, have you ever done anything? So we're talking about how powerful music is and how it can bring up emotions kind of spontaneously when we hear a song and then that emotion or that place gets attached to it. What, but what about doing the opposite? Have you ever had an emotion or a very significant event in your life? And you're like, I want this song attached to this moment. I haven't, but I wish I had now. (laughs) Wait a minute. You mean like funerals where they attach songs to funerals? Actually, I I was going to say my wedding song, like we purposely picked, which I can't think of the name of it. (laughs) So I'm trying to pull it out. Oh, just to your wife right Um, now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So when we were doing, when we were planning the wedding, my, my dad wanted to dance to wind beneath my wings with me and and I couldn't tell my, my sister and I both had to talk to him behind the scenes because my mom was still alive. And I said, dad, we can't play that song. He's like, why? I go, cause Shar and I have already talked about that's the song for mom's funeral. Like we had for years, we've talked about that is the song for her funeral. It was her favorite song. So like, yes, like that's, that's what we had attached that to my mom's funeral far before she had cancer. And I, yeah, I, I think the wedding song, which is going to come to me in a minute, it's a Patty griffin song called coming home to me maybe maybe (laughs) question mark maybe question mark i'll get back to you go on i did a 50th birthday uh, playlist which was awesome because i wanted those songs attached to that memory so yeah i have done that so how many songs are on your playlist for your 50th oh my gosh i have no idea 50 50 probably I had 250 on my 50th. Okay, you totally <laughs> went. No, I did not I have 250. Decide. I could not decide. I was like, oh yeah, this, and I just keep, I'm like, you know, I'm in my 50th year, but I keep adding more songs to that playlist because it's a fucking awesome playlist. It was probably like 30 or 40. It was definitely not 250. Well, I mean, basically I created the soundtrack of my life, right? Because I, I picked songs from when I was a kid. I picked songs from when I was a teen. I picked songs that now I pick songs that, I love because of our daughter. And so it, it really, it was the whole thing. And I have, I don't remember what we danced to at our wedding either, but we intentionally, so we had an, a vintage Hollywood vintage music thread throughout our wedding. And so we started with people in the jazz era and we did a song from each decade moving up and we would move people through the decades. And so we finished in the seventies when, so when I was born and, and it, it was like the, the big party at the end. So it, it was fun to create that mood by moving people through. So it was, you know, the sweet softness and, and kind of fun, but then got to that like big party. It's a story arc. Yeah, yeah, totally. Of course it's a story arc. What would you expect? <laughs> Absolutely nothing different, but I, in my head, I had to say it. <laughs> okay. Fair. I was right. The song for my wedding was coming home to me by patty griffin and i can't believe that we've gone this whole episode where i didn't think about how i have actually the song lyrics from a wedding tattooed on my side and i haven't even thought about it (laughs) so i have a tattoo oh that's the other one i'm showing all of you i have a tattoo of all the song lyrics on my side i will put a picture online she wears her music on her body yep music is impactful yep clearly i can't sum it up any better than that To our listeners, as always, we see you, we love you, and until next time, remember, all the parts are the best parts. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Best Parts Podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy it. After all, sharing is caring. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts as it helps others find us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at The Best Parts Podcast or visit our website at thebestpartspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember that all the parts are the best parts.